can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Placido. Celtics are coming off of a 111-94 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Celtics are winners of two straight, 2-0 after the trade deadline so far. Loving that. And wanted to go through today's podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game, uh, some of the good, some of the bad. Wrap things up. Uh, want to start player of the game. I'm giving it to Luke Cornett. Didn't play a ton, 13 minutes, pretty much just got in late in the game, third quarter going into fourth and the game completely flipped on its head. Tonight's lot tonight's win was not a game where the Celtics looked good by any means. We were outscored in the first outscored in the second We only outscored them by one in the third. That's because we ended the third quarter on fire. Uh, Celtics were in a tough spot. Luke Cornett came in off the bench in the third quarter. And one of his first plays hits a three. To tie the... Actually, to take the lead. And then, very next possession, another three. Back-to-back threes for uh, Cornett. Sorry. I'm already getting getting excited here for Fournier. Uh, but Cornet just changed the energy in this game tonight. Uh, also had a really solid game elsewhere. Five rebounds, an assist. Uh, should have had a block. That was some BS. Uh, even Brad threw in the challenge. And somehow the refs still screwed it up. Uh, there was a little bit of contact, I guess, before he hit ball, but he hit all ball after, like like with his wrist, he got ball. Uh, but overall, this is a really, really solid performance. I don't think I quite realized that he was a, a shooting big as much as his stroke looks good. Obviously, he knew the guy was seven foot two. Uh, scrawny white dude, and apparently the guy can shoot. Oh my goodness. So he was fun. Very high energy guy, had a putback late in the game as well. So just overall, just changed the energy. I don't know if, I don't know, (laughs) his last basket, I don't know if it was a putback off of a JB miss, or JB just went up and actually gave him an alley-oop. Either way, solid heads-up play by Cornette. Uh, But end of the night, 8 points, 5 rebounds in just 13 minutes. Uh, Looked really strong. Really strong. So very happy with that. I do want to talk about both of the Jays because they had both struggled to start the game. But they both had quarters where they absolutely went off. Uh Jalen Brown, two points in the first quarter. Tatum, zero points in the first quarter. Uh, At the end of the second, Jalen Brown had a pretty good quarter. Uh, Had eight points in the second quarter, ten points at halftime. Tatum, seven points in the second quarter, seven at halftime. And JB just decided to go off. 
He had 13 points in the third quarter alone. Ended the game 25 points, 3 rebounds. Still rough shooting stats for him. It was not a good night from 3. Not a good night for 3 from anybody. Uh, But we'll talk about that in the back half of the podcast. Uh, Tatum, kind of similar. 7 points in the second. 7 points in the third. And had 13 points in the fourth quarter. So JB and Tatum back-to-back 13-point quarters. And I love it. They were feeding the hot hand. Those were the hot hands. Again, neither of them had stellar shooting nights. uh, But they came in and held it down. The other guy that was super impressive tonight was Peyton Pritchard. And there was a point in this game where at the end of the first quarter, uh, he was the leading scorer. Like, it, it was fantastic. He looked great. At the at halftime, he was also the leading scorer. 12 points for Pritchard, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. He was the only one that really kept the Celtics alive early in the game. Uh, so that, for me, was huge. And it's, I mean, honestly, the Celtics could have been down like 20 points at halftime. Perk actually said this too at the halftime report. Uh, but seriously, they, he, he just played unbelievable today. Six of 10, highly efficient. Uh, the other bench guy that really stepped up tonight, well, outside of Cornette, obviously, uh, was Carson Edwards. Uh, got a pretty good run today as far as minutes. Uh, 16 minutes for him, 12 points. Uh, Again, went in, shot the ball a lot for him, but 5 of 8, 2 of 3 from 3. He was one of the only ones that really shot the ball well uh, from from deep, him and Cornette. Again, keep going back to the big man. Uh, But seriously, it was a a fun game once we got to the third quarter. The first half was ugly. Uh, First half was very ugly. But we had some we had some pretty good contributions from our bench tonight. Twelve from Pritchard, twelve from Carson, eight from Cornette, four from Taco, two for both Wagner and Neesmith. Uh, the only one that didn't score was Tremont Waters, but he played one minute in garbage time where they basically held the ball the entire shot clock. So this is just a it's a good Good team comeback win. Uh, we outscored the Thunder 35-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter. So this right here is like the Celtics doing exactly what they need to do. And it's just, it's very important. And it's very impressive. Uh, we went on a 19-0 run early in the fourth quarter. 19-0. Uh and it was it was just impressive. It was impressive. It was something that the Celtics were desperately in need of. Uh, we are officially back to 500. Again, still in eighth place, but there's a lot coming up. The Celtics have a, a big stretch of home games coming up. We've, we're home on Monday against the Pelicans. Home again on Wednesday against the Mavericks. And then home versus the Rockets on Friday. (laughs) 
Home versus the Hornets on Sunday. Home versus the 76ers the following Tuesday. Home versus the Knicks. Seven straight home games. Again with the Wolves. It just It's just constant. For the next two weeks, we are at home in the garden with fans. Not a lot. Not a lot of fans. But there's fans. Which makes this even better. This is the opportunity for the Celtics to really make a push at it. To really try to move themselves back up in the standings. Right now, between the four seed and the nine seed, it's separated by two games, which is nothing. So it's it's good. Tonight was obviously the, the back half of a, a back-to-back. No Kemba, no Fournier. Uh, and we'll talk about him in a little bit here as well. Uh, but this is a this is a big win. Go into our seven game home stretch at 500 after back to back wins. Uh, that's where we're gonna wrap up the first half. Do you want to talk about some of the negatives? Uh, some of the reasons why we dug ourselves in a ditch and needed to come back. Uh, before we do so, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is, All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we're back. Talk about the negatives of today's game. Celtics started off extremely slow. This was very frustrating early on uh, because the Celtics couldn't get anything going. Like, anything at all. We started the game 0 for 7 overall. 1 of 10 from the field after that. We hit 1, still missed another 3 after. Uh, And then we were down 8-0. We started 0 for 8 from deep. Uh, and it just didn't really didn't really improve <laughs> from behind the arc. Uh, but at the half, I will say this: it like starting in the third quarter, things completely shifted. At halftime, we were three for twenty from deep. We ended the game twelve of thirty-eight, which means we went nine of eighteen in the second half, fifty percent. From three in the second half. So overall, you like the tenacity, I guess, in the back half. It's kind of like a, a live and die by the three in this game. Uh, like I guess it was in Milwaukee as well. But it's a it was a tough, tough first half. Like we shot horrible. Three of 20. Like I my brain doesn't even work like that. That's what, 15, 15%? <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. It's just not. It, it's a. It's a tough, tough look for a team that just beat the Milwaukee Bucks on a three parade. 
I tweeted out like I I don't I don't understand how this was the same team that just beat the Bucks. They made me eat that tweet because they turned it around real fast and made a run, made a huge run, a 19-0 run to be exact. Uh, but it was tough goings to start. You know, we had like nine assists on the first on 18 field goals in the first half. Uh, and then we started moving the ball better. So end of the game, still pretty low for the team. 22 assists total. Um, but overall, I mean, it's just a, it's a good second half. I would like to see the assist numbers up. I would like to see the turnovers down. We ended the night with 12 turnovers and a lot of them were key. And the part that frustrates me the most about this game, uh, more so in the first half than anything, was we'd get down big, 7, 9, 11, whatever it was at various points throughout the game, and we would hit a big shot, we'd stop them on defense, we'd hit another big shot, looks like we're finally getting closer, getting to within three or four, and then the Thunder hit a wide open three. And then they make a stop, and then they hit another shot. And every time we got close, they just made another run. There was really no ground being made up on either ends. Uh, and that was, the, that was the frustrating part. You know, I, I will say the guy, Moses Brown, just went like full-on Jesus with us. You know, they say Moses is best thing that he's ever done was parting the Red Sea. Like he had 17 points and 19 rebounds in the first half. That's significantly more impressive than parting the Red Sea, if you ask me. Like Jesus, he had a double-double in the first quarter. So it is just, it's impressive. It's impressive. He ended the night 21 points, 23 rebounds. We did a lot better. In the second half, I'll say that, he only had four rebounds in the entire second half uh, and four points. Again, the Thunder only scored 14 points <laughs> in the fourth quarter, so that certainly helps. But this is, it, it was frustrating at various parts. They just, they kept making runs. They kept hitting big shots when we were coming back and it's it's tough i mean we obviously pulled this off and that's the exciting part but there were still a lot of inconsistencies and one of the things that the celtics have struggled with the most this season has been lack of energy for 48 minutes and you kind of saw it tonight they came out super flat offensively uh did a decent job defensively to start But it seemed like, again, there were still spurts of just, what are we doing? And a lot of it, again, I've talked about, like a lot of their poor defensive effort stems from the offensive end. Like if we have a bad turnover, it results in a layup. If we miss a horrible shot, it results in a made basket on the other end. So it's... All, it all coincides. 
And that to me is why I'm I'm excited for the addition of Fournier. I'm excited to bring in another scorer. Uh, but we just need to see him at this point. With that being said, I do want to talk about Fournier because this is a, a new, I guess, article that just came out. But the newly acquired Celtics guard Evan Fournier was just placed in the health and safety protocols. Which means he is no longer debuting on Monday. Which is just, it's frustrating. A lot of people are kind of up in arms about the way that trade deadline happened already. And that we didn't get the big fish. We didn't get, you know, Aaron Gordon. Now Drummond is potentially going to LA. Again, I never liked Drummond anyway. Uh, That's besides the point. But a lot of Celtics fans are kind of pissed off that we got Fournier. I, for one, and Andy, who we talked to last podcast, both love him. And I think he's going to be an excellent addition for the Celtics team. It's not going to help Celtics fans seeing this article. None of it is something that he could have done differently. COVID is just a weird thing. It's a weird season. And it sucks. We don't know how long he's going to be out. We don't really know if he has it or if he was exposed. Maybe he was exposed while trying to get to Boston. We don't know. So it's just tough. He, He cleared his physical on Friday. And it was believed that he was actually going to make his debut tonight. And we just, we don't really know whether or not it was contact tracing or whether it was because he actually had a positive test. So at this point, it's a waiting game. I hate to say it because I want to see Fournier play, uh, but Celtics fans need to be patient. Hopefully, the Celtics that we saw for all game against Milwaukee yesterday and the the second half of today's game show up for the next week because... We're going to have our work cut out for us. The good thing about this coming week is the schedule, right? We play Pelicans on Monday, Mavericks on Wednesday, and then we don't play again till Friday and then Sunday. So we don't really have any back-to-backs up until the 6th and 7th of April. So we have a good stretch of games where... We're going to have Kemba for both of them. We don't really have to rely on a bunch of small guys like Carson Edwards. Uh, And that's huge. It's huge with Fournier out. Because, again, we talked about this before the trade deadline. Like, the Celtics were lacking a piece or two. Uh, With the addition of Fournier that obviously changes, instead of being down two pieces, we're down one still, probably. Uh, But with this offense, we've we've been rolling. It's defensively, we've struggled. Tonight, different story. Tonight, we also played the Thunder, who are pretty bad in their own right. Uh, But this is is good. We're in a good spot. Uh, With with this seven-game stretch... We, realistically, and again, I don't want to jump ahead of things, but we, we could go 5-2 and two in that seven-game stretch. And if we can, 
that's a huge jump in the standings. There's very little chance that the rest of the four through nine is having a stretch like that because that's just not the way the standings have been have worked this whole season. Um, so these are all big things. The other thing that I do want to mention, Romeo Langford should, and I'm not going to say is because nobody ever knows with this kid, uh, but he should be playing on Monday, which again is just another body. He's not going to be a guy that's going to give you 20 minutes up to like up front. He's probably going to start five, 10 and work his way into that rotation. But I have very little doubt that he will be a rotation player later in this season. He's just, he's another big wing that can defend really well. Uh, Gives you a little bit more versatility on the defensive end and we kind of we've seen glimpses of pretty good offense from him. He's more of a slasher than he is a shooter, uh, but that again can be worked on. And he actually came out earlier in the season saying that he's excited to come back and and show us that because he thinks he's a completely different player this year than he was last. So fingers crossed. Nobody knows what that means because we haven't seen enough of him yet. Uh, But we have seen small glimpses of big promise. So that's what we got. You know, this is a a really solid comeback win to get back to 500. Much needed. And we've got a seven-game homestretch coming up at the Garden with fans. We've got Romeo hopefully coming back on Monday. So make sure to tune in then. Celtics fans, have a fantastic weekend. Have a good night. I will talk to you soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.